welcome to episode 28 of the Fantasy Hockey Bros Podcast. Bit of a different episode today, of course, because, well, you know, there's no hockey going on. So we brought the whole crew in, and let's say hi to them. First, you guys know him, you hear him every week. Eth, how are you, buddy? I'm bored. <laughs> I think that's going to be everybody. Uh, next, let's go to Joe. Joe, how are you, man? Bored as well. <laughs> and Brian? Uh, I thought seeing your faces would brighten up my day, but I kind of want to go back to <laughs> What are you busy doing, Brian, until who knows what the time of night? You're at home, man. You're doing nothing. So yesterday was actually one of the best Saturday nights I've had. I was on a, a conference call. I don't know if that's the correct terminology with a couple guys, and we were watching The Office, playing The Office drinking game. <laughs> Great. You know what? That's, that sounds like a good time, I gotta tell you. Yeah, I had I had I dusted about five or six cans of, of a drink and had about three or four shots. So it, was, it was a solid night. I thought you were going somewhere else with, else with that conference call kind of yeah. terminology. How's that work? You can neither confirm nor deny. Some of that's been going on too. <laughs> the question though is, hey, if you're doing that, are you drinking alone or not? Um. No, I mean, yes, but I think given the circumstances, the yes. we can let it go, you know? I guess you're being responsible, though, so that's good. At least no one has to yeah. get a DD or... Are, are, you, exactly. are you back at work, Bri? Are, are you still at work, I should say? No, no, because I was away. They, uh, Everyone that, w- that was on a trip had to, two weeks mandatory, had to stay home. Oh, right, home right, so. right, New Orleans. Tell us about New Orleans. How was that? It was actually awesome. It was a great time. Um yeah, it was great. <laughs> come on, give us yeah, some. This is where you jump into on. jump into some sort of story. Yeah, let's yeah. hear some good stuff. Well, you know, there's things uh, you can talk about on the air, and there's things you can't. So I'll say this: the uh, not that I ate a lot of food, but the food I did eat was actually amazing. Uh, went to the Cafe Dumont, which is one of the spots everyone always talks about. Um, had the bayonet, bayonet. How do you say it? I don't even know. What, I don't, don't even know what you're trying to say. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, shitty. Fantastic. I don't even know what you're, oh, I don't even know what you're trying to say. <laughs> you know you know that place though, right? The Cafe Dumont. You've heard about yeah, it? Yeah, I've heard no. about it. Yeah, it's like this pastry. That, it's basically fried dough, and it's about this big. Is it big. a beignet? No one like a beignet saying. that it's you're huge. talking about? What's that? A beignet? That's the one. Uh, What's beignet. a beignet? I, I, Are you trying to say? I was butchering that word all weekend. I think it's like a French terminology. Yeah, beignet. It's a, It's like it's basically fried. It's a fried dough pastry. Okay. Uh, Is we, it like we a all probably New selling idiots? It's huge. Oh, it's huge there. Okay, yeah, let's. That's what she Let's said. hear some female stories. What's what happened there? Who did you assault? Wow, oh, you know. <laughs> 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 Rewind that back, Bri, I heard um, from uh, from the boss that my boss that like, he was in New Orleans and uh, yeah, he apparently they tested like a thousand two hundred and fifty three people or something, and then only two hundred fifty three of the tests came back or something like that, and two hundred and eleven nice. had it. Oh and shit! He, and he nice. was there, so. There's a chance, like you were right around it. Oh, oh no, I wasn't around it. I was, I was yeah. anybody. And uh, like when he yeah. got back, I got sick. His family got sick, and the symptoms were similar. So I wonder, you know. 
Oh, we got well, they because it's it's basically like a very aggressive flu, so it's the same type of symptoms, right? You get yeah, it's similar. So you never know, right? I mean, it was is... there any consideration from your part to like not go? Never. No. So you know what? What the crazy thing is is we left. It was like the Wednesday. We had like a six a.m. flight, so we were like out of there really early. But going away, it was like there was no cons. There was no real worry like around even like my parents. Everyone was like, okay, and enjoy your yeah. trip. Uh, you know, be safe. Make sure you sanitize, and then we'll see you when you get back. Like no one was really worried about like we were worried but like not really worried you know what i mean it was like well this yeah, thing's yeah, going no, on it is you. what it is by like the second day we were there we were on twitter and stuff and it felt like the world yeah. was collapsing it, it in moved on you. so yeah. fast like, it was crazy yeah. you, and you left the wednesday before all the leagues got canceled right yeah the leagues so, canceled on thursday yeah so by the time like when we left nothing had no leagues nothing everything was still being played or was at least gonna be played maybe with like no nope. no audiences yeah. or anything like that. But everything Not was yet. still running, everything was good. And then like I said, by the time we ran, we were getting like NHL suspends, NBA suspends, the the European so- like soccer leagues are suspended. Like yeah. it was every day was something else. New cases, this, that. By the time I got back it was like I got a text from my brother, I think it was like the Saturday, and I woke up to it and now picture this i'm in i'm on vacation so i'm not really in the mindset to be like worried about stuff like this but i wake up hammered and i look at my phone and it's like yeah so when you get back you're probably gonna have to figure out a, a place to stay for two weeks because you can't stay at home yeah. and i was like oh wicked yeah, nice like, so uh, i dealt with so, that but you know it all worked out i'm yeah, okay so the right thing but yeah do. it was wild man well just yeah it's it's so crazy what's going on like it, can you guys believe it was a, it was only like a week and a half ago when the leagues got yeah. suspended? Feels like two months. It, it literally feels like months yeah. that we've gone without sports. Like, our, oh yeah, yeah, the last game that I remember watching was the Leafs. I know that was on the Tuesday night, but it was the Leafs Tampa game. Yeah, I don't even remember what happened on that Wednesday. Unbelievable! It is crazy how it feels so long ago when there was something going on, and it was literally like a. It's week just and a half, it's the it. amount of news that comes out every day. There's like four or five big news items every day, and, and it's like you hear one at night, and then you think about the one you heard in the morning. It's like holy shit, that was today. Yeah, yeah, it's it's wild. Man. Well, when when you look at like Italy's just getting pulverized, and then you look at North America on a similar trajectory, it's scary as hell, and people. If you're not yeah. taking it seriously, guys, you better start because we're in for it here. Well, the the states well, twenty four thousand yeah twenty four thousand cases in the states in in the last like week I believe that's yeah yeah and there's and there's and I mean not to turn this political we don't really want to go there but it's just if governments got to do the proper take the proper precautions and just shut things like don't give people the out to be like well you know they didn't tell me i have to stay home no just shut everything down shut everything down except the things that you absolutely need to to the essential things pharmacies drugstores you know groceries anything like that anything health related okay you got to keep that going but if you don't have to be at work man stay home tell mandatory tell everybody because it's not going to get better if you still have if you have 85% of the population that has to stay home, stay home, but the the rest is out there, it doesn't matter. It's not going to get no, better. It's just exactly. going to keep escalating. Yeah, dude, yesterday, me me and Amanda, we went grocery shopping. We, we went grocery shopping for her parents and her grandparents because we didn't want them yeah. going out, right? So mm-hmm. uh, we went, we, we drove north and we went to a grocery store in like King City. 
and we popped in to see Marco. You guys know Marco. He owns yeah. a pet store there. Yeah. 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 And uh, we popped in to see him because we thought we'd get her, her parents' dog some treats. And um, we talked to Marco, and he said the other day, um, a lady came in, and she's, you know, shopping around, and she goes to the cash, and then she's like, yeah, I just came from Florida. I got to get my dog some treats. And Marco's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you like, going out? Figure your life out. You can't be doing that stuff. She's like, oh, I feel fine. But yeah, it doesn't matter. That's the problem. We saw the NBA players. Everyone feels fine until it hits you. You don't know that you have. Like, I was at work on Monday, and this is now Sunday. I was That was my last day at work right now. I'm working from home when I can. But that's still, yeah. what work that's are you still doing? six days away. Like, pre, like I, I don't know. I could get it in eight more days. I could start feeling symptoms. Uh, he, he's he's an official uh he's become an official uh, online reviewer <laughs> yeah Joe. Is what he's well doing. yeah <laughs> no it, it's it's actually it's scary there like it's like we've we've kind of cleared out any opportunity because like my job we can re we can't really do remotely yeah, guys joe, joe works at tsn for those of who may have forgot and we literally worry, like, we have you we we like other than researching and and writing scripts we can do that from home but physically cutting and putting video and audio and and our and our features together we can't do remotely so we and we still need someone beside us like an editor to put everything together for us we're we're the we're the thinkers they're the actual people that put everything together but we can't do it so right now we still have currently like even though sports center and um that's hockey. All our live production shows are uh, on hiatus for the moment. We just literally have the bare bones crew. I think there's five people there or six people there, and they're just putting together little things for the website for .ca. And as our on air guys are at home, and they can they have remote access through home when they have off their yeah, phones. Yeah. They ha they can they can shoot anything, and then it goes to the station and then we put every, we put together the stuff from there but it's bare bones there. Oh yeah, TSN's playing nothing but old games and stuff. Like it's yeah. Yeah, well I'm watching like I'm wa I've been watching poker a lot now but oh, me too. Like, TSN TS TSN Sports Center is basically the state sports center at this point, no, Joe? Like yeah, that's what I'm yeah. watching. Right? We're, we're just picking we're, up I'll, that feed. A lot of it we're picking up ESPN's programming and then just anything that we've done in house. Like our spot, our top ten shows and all that Joe, stuff, but it's have they it's freaky. Uh, have they laid off any staff or are, are you guys worried about it? Well, I don't know if lay like I don't know if layoff is the proper word. All the freelancers, all their shifts have been uh, gassed. Yeah. Like they don't, they're not, obviously yeah. they're not getting shifts because there's bare bones of of uh, staff there. Yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure once all this the games start up again, they'll be it'll be back to yeah. normal and obviously those those people will be working their shifts but right now whatever they're if they're getting paid if they're not getting paid i don't know that portion but i know as part as far as shifts they're not getting any shifts right now Jeez. but for the most part it looks like all of our places of work are still up and running right well mine we yeah. laid off four people last week and uh there'll be more to come if this keeps going right i'm in the marketing industry and for all of our clients are like pull pull the dollars like we don't want to be advertising right now when nobody can go out like it obviously do it yeah yeah it depends yeah. on on you know who the client is and what sort of what products they have but I mean if you're an airline right now 
you don't want to be on TV or anywhere no. for that matter, not just TV. So, yeah. So yeah, we're feeling it big time on my end of things. Eth, uh, you're okay. You're a plumber. You're you guys are all right, right? We're we're all right. Yeah. There's uh. Well, if it, if anything, you're gonna get a spike. Everyone's staying at home, flushing those oh. all the toilet paper they were fighting for. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't exactly your business. Is we don't exactly do that, that, but but yeah, no, the construction world is still pretty much up and running. Like the big companies are shutting down, but f- for the most part, everything's still still going as normal, which I, I find sort of ridiculous because I mean, we see how stupid people are, and the government yep. needs to step up, like we were saying before. They need to step up and tell everyone, or not tell everyone to stay home, force everyone to stay home, but. You hear you hear things every day with all these people coming out and say it's critical, it's critical this, critical that. Yeah. Like, if it's so critical, what does that even mean? But if it's point, so critical, yeah. well, exactly. like you said, right? Don't, don't, don't give them the option. Don't give them the option to go the, out. Make a mandatory. You guys, if you see somebody outside of their house, you say you're getting a ticket for well, not I believe being guys, they were, I believe in Alberta, they're doing that. They're fining and yeah. charging. Guys, in China, on the outside of their doors, they were welding their doors closed so that they could not go out. Yeah. I that's I heard a story, yeah. I heard a story. I'm not sure where I heard this, but uh, there was an Australian guy living in in Wuhan where it happened, and he said he was recounting across from where he lived. It was a building, like a you know, not a condo building, but like an apartment building, and it, they were putting all the sick people or people they thought were were sick in one building, and they were doing that. They're like welding the door shut. Yeah. And he was like, had to make no noise because they were going door to door, knocking on doors. And if anyone in the area was around these people, they would take them from their homes and put them in this building. Good, good. Like, how wild is well, that? Well, that's, that's what you have to do, man. That's why their numbers are sort of kind of leveling off because yeah. they've done that. Well, yeah, but so you think the yeah. Western side yeah. of the world would no. learn? No. This is the problem. Like, where we, like, at the beginning of the week, I was telling people, I go, where we were on, like, Monday, Tuesday is where Italy was two weeks ago. Where everyone was, like, sort of panicked, but, like, well, I don't know. And look what happened to them. They're, they're going to overtake China for being the worst country in the world. Yeah. If we don't, if we didn't take the proper, and this was already, like, it's already been a week. So, at this point, I don't know where we're going to be in two weeks. We could be right there because we didn't do what we were supposed to do. Well, it's, if, honestly, it feels like we're in it for the long haul. And uh, if you're the NHL, I was thinking about this. If, if you're the if you're the league, how do you not at some point just announce like we're back on September first or something? Because if you keep pushing this along, waiting, 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 there's going to be no real off season for the players or the the league, everyone. And then I think you're in a real predicament. Like if if you're just telling these guys wait, wait, wait. And they're continuously like you know they're not skating right now, not doing anything. I, I don't know. I think we're in a we're, we're, we're we might get to a point where the league just needs to be like this is the date we're starting and this is the plan. You know, be ready for be this. ready for this because that, but well, that's the thing. No, they probably already right now. They probably already did that internally. I would think they would say, okay, guys, be ready for. They're throwing out different ideas when to start for beginning of May for a little ten day whatever seven day mini camp and then we're gonna start games mid-may kind of thing or whatever the date yeah, is obviously i'm just uh, throwing does out that, may just in does general. that seem realistic to you not to me what mid-may yeah yeah it doesn't just to put a right, a, a, but, a month to it it could be july but, it could be but, whatever yeah but so my point is is like we've heard um a bunch of scenarios where it's like come back and then have a few weeks off and then right get right back into next season 
And I don't know. That just seems like you're kind of screwing the players out of an offseason. I would say yes and no to that because realistically, the one thing I always hear is, well, really, like, are they going to really end the playoffs in September and start start and do all like your draft free agency in October and then start up in November again for the next season? But realistically, and everyone's saying, where's the offseason? They're only a month, only a month. Well, realistically, their offseason is now. Right, but that's technically, what I'm saying, like, it's, yeah. it's c- crappy off season. Well, yeah, unfortunately, but like it, I'm, for example, earlier this week, a player proposal came out, and the players are proposing that one to come back. You know, training camps early July. Uh, the they finish the season late July, and then August, September will be playoffs, free agency, and and draft will be in October, and then the the next season starts in November sometime. So the the players are even proposing that angle. Yeah, I think everybody just wants to get back on the ice and and go. Yeah, just I, whatever it takes, no matter even if it's they get a month, they get two months. They they just I think the guys at some point, especially two three months, because this this ain't coming back in April. We're this is going to take a lot longer than that. Oh yeah, I and think so. by the time they're ready to come back, I think the guys are just going to be eager to do whatever they got to do to get back on the ice. Well, did you guys hear what Bill Daly said? Something like the amount of possibilities for the rest of the season like for how it's going to play out is basically infinite at this point because nobody knows nobody has any idea like this is totally unprecedented so nobody knows how this is going to end like when this is going to go away what's going to happen with the whole sports scene 2020 like nobody knows a, a single thing so it's so hard for anyone to make any sort of concrete statement on oh let's just say we're we're back for training camps next year because this thing could go away as quickly as it came and and right i mean it doesn't look likely obviously but who knows that's why no one can say anything right it now could, it could be a month it could be five months we, no one knows that's the problem with this thing but i i think that they need to make sure no matter what i mean it sucks to end the regular season but you need to award a stanley cup in 2020 i think that needs to happen i think it will happen i don't i, I don't know maybe it's just Wishful thinking on my part, but I, I do think that they will have some sort of resolution to this season. Just think about all the teams that bought at the deadline. Like, it, it creates a mess. Yeah, a lot. Of, yeah. That's one of, the, I think, the questions that they asked on Overdrive. They had Bettman in earlier in the week, and they asked him, like, what about the, play- what about the teams that spent the first-round pick on a guy for the playoff run? And if there's no playoffs and the season's canceled, what happens? And yeah. his response was basically like, you know what, anything's on the table. That's one of the things we have to talk about. Like, it's you just, gotta think, you gotta mm. think that they're gonna try and correct that somehow, I just, right? I, then, I think they have to. I think that's only fair. Then think about the conditions yeah. on picks and yeah. stuff. Well, the Lucic, remember <laughs> yeah. the Lucic and uh, James Neal trade? I think it was something like doubling the goals and all that stuff. Another pick will be involved. And guys, the, the the conditions were a headache as they were. Well, exactly, but that that and that's based off of regular season too. Like, and it's just like if they don't finish the regular season, how do they work that? And like, it's so many things. This is a to- it's a total shit show. Yeah, <laughs> I think what I think what is cool. I think you guys brought it up. I think it was Mike or, or Ant. I don't know who it was on the last podcast. If there is a time to experiment with like a wacky yeah. playoff format or something that you've never. That you ne- that you maybe thought of, but you thought ah the, we can't do that. It's too- this is the season to do it if they do continue this, the playoffs and the season because everything's out the door anyways. All normality's gone. So just think of 
do one one to thirty two or do twenty four to eighteen plays like one round and then you go just go up from there. It's what do whatever. Like it doesn't matter. I I don't think anyone's gonna really complain because they just want to see the game. Yeah. So if you got a crazy idea and you want to try to implement it, go for it because this is the year. Yeah, to do it. that's that's true. But my only issue with that is like let's say they end up settling on some sort of July August uh, like tournament where they even have like twenty four teams. I hear that being thrown out there. Yeah, like a 24 team thing where you, when you get down to it's like the last cool. eight or whatever, maybe they start doing best of threes. Who knows? Like I'm totally spitballing. But at that point, the team that ends up winning the cup, are they looked at as the legitimate Stanley Cup winner for 2020? I think it depends. Yeah. Who it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. They, think, maybe I that think, fan base will be like, yeah, well, that's our cup. That's well, so fully legitimate yeah. and stuff. But I don't know. I, I've. I wouldn't think that way. I would think think like this whole season was screwed right when this thing started. And well, did we know. all did? Yeah, I think no matter no matter what you do, the only way it, it'll be, I think it might be looked upon is if they if it's like a one off, like a one game elimination, which they're not going to do. Any kind of playoff round format, like you win, you win. I mean, you just maybe took advantage of a situation that was. A little off maybe a lower seed wins that you don't expect to and then you're kind of asking these questions but at the end of the day the season is already compromised by what's happened yeah. so it, it's i don't think it's going to really change now even more so it's like it is well what it that's is, where you know? i was going to go with it the lockout in 2013 2012 2013 the shortened season yeah because the playoffs were played in its entirety best of sevens and whatever do we look at that season no. As an asterisk, is that just because the playoffs were the playoffs? And I yeah, don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it, there's not. Yeah, there's not an asterisk to me. But the thing is, is like uh, Bettman alluded to it too. Is that you want to maintain the integrity of yeah. the cup, and and the Stanley Cup is without a doubt, in my opinion, the hardest trophy in sports to win. And I think mm-hmm. they need to keep that alive. If they do this one game March Madness style crap, I, I think you ruin it. I, I that think I think ha- has a it definitely has an asterisk if if it yes. absolutely yeah, well if you you know what if you get like one of the top teams like say like a St Louis or a Boston winning it at that point maybe people will be like you know what one of the best teams did win so it's okay but then like what I'll use the local team what if you have the Leafs win could you imagine yeah. what what hockey fans would be saying if the Leafs ended up winning you beat me to it Ant, because I was gonna bring yeah. that scenario too it's like oh you guys needed a weird playoff format to win or something like that like, oh no one no one would take it no. seriously no the one. joke around the office was of- like oh yeah yeah, the Leafs will probably win the cup this year and no one will be in the building to watch it because even when they do exactly. return, there probably is not going to be any fans there in the seat. But wouldn't but get, you, but, as a fan, like feel cheapened even if they won the cup? Wouldn't you feel a little weird oh, yeah. by it? Yeah. Like, well, I don't I know, care. They won the no, cup. No, I've, 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 I've never well, seen Brian would just use it as an excuse to go out and get hammered and <laughs> back on shit. In the moment, <laughs> I, don't, I think we No, you're be, right craziest ecstatic we would be loving it we'd be, but then as the the days and weeks pass we're like okay we understand it was a weird one i don't know i, I think it would cheapen it like you said mike well yeah. look look at it this way it's not a fair a completely fair or identical comparable but it's it the optics were somewhat similar the raptors won the nba championship last year they did it with playing against a hurt clay thompson Kevin Durant wasn't there for most, if not all, the series. 
And everyone, more so in the U.S. media, was saying, well, it, it's an asterisk win because they were playing That's ridiculous. They so were no. stupid. Nobody now, over think, here cares. Well, I think that's part, yeah, exactly. that's, that's part of the game. do happen. And do I yeah. think the Raptors would have won with, yeah, exactly. all of, with Golden State being healthy? I don't think so. But that's just personal opinion. But again, injuries happen. Deal with it. And you guys lost. And the Raptors are the champs. Yeah. And that's it. Now, yeah, like I said, you, it's not... Yeah. It's not a an, an exact comparable, obviously, but it's the closest thing I can think of where most recently a team won that optically a lot of people were saying, well, asterisks because you won, but you know what I mean? So we, if the Leafs were to win the cup, I think we would all go absolutely insane. But then, yeah, I think looking, you know, letting it sink in a little bit, we'd say, well, it would have been nice if they, if they won it in a legitimate maybe season way. Now, of course, we don't know what the hell's going to happen. So we can't, it's all speculation anyways, but I get your point. I just think at this <laughs> point, <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to see them win in my lifetime. So I'll take a win where I can get it. I guess so. Okay. Let, I wanted to do a quick round table here. Let's say that we knew, I'll pick an arbitrary date, like June 15th. Let's say we knew that games would be returning without fans on June 15th. How would each of you, lay out the rest of the season like regular season playoffs and then start the next season who wants to go first yeah let me i'll take that i uh, i was thinking about this so if you if we go june 15th we have three i think three and a half weeks of the season left we can condense that into three weeks you can wrap up the season after the first week of july and you know you can start this playoffs mid-july you maybe the first round or two you go best of five which i don't think that you know that hurts the integrity of of the playoffs at all and you can probably wrap it up like end of august you can wrap up the playoffs you have september off you get camp going in october and then you can have a full full season from there maybe you get rid of the all-star game maybe condense condense a little bit get rid of the bye week get rid of the bye week and yeah, so if you think about it, like as doom and gloom as this all is, if you start mid June, you can still get everything you can in easily. Salvage, yeah. yeah. And to Joe's point, they are basically—I know it's not the same because they're trying to keep themselves in shape and stuff—but they are—they're getting a three-month off season right now. Yeah, exactly. Now the only so that's what the, I would do. I—I I, your idea is is right on point, Mike. The only thing I would think of maybe doing is. Whether you, I don't know if you have to play, let's say necessarily all 12 or some teams have different games, amount of games left. But what you can do is set the number at like 80 or 78 or something like that. Just so everyone gets to a number where yeah they're all at one number. And yeah. then you can play a scenario where a lot of a lot of this playoff format has come out in the past when we've talked about changing formats and whatnot. But Keep the divisions if you want to keep the divisions. You go top three in each division. And then for the wild card, play, I think, Anth, you said it um, last week, but play the seven versus 10, eight versus nine. Play that as like yeah. whether whether it be a one-off or a best of three series. Play that to get into the playoffs and then have whether it's the first, second round as a best of five and then the third round in the Stanley Cup final as a best of seven. Something like that yeah, where yeah. it's just like you don't necessarily have to finish all 82. Yeah, there's going to be a little bit of an asterisk on certain records and certain stuff like that, but that's the thing. I don't think you need to do that. Like, I think we have a great race. We have, I, I think you can keep everything 
intact. Well, you know? no, I kind of like. Well, that it just depends there, on. There've been there's been rumblings right for the last so, however many years about doing this the the seven ten eight yeah. nine play in right like this would would this would be the perfect year to try it. But uh, first, let me go to Bride. Bride, do you have anything? Yeah, no, I kind of like. I, I I don't mind the seven ten eight nine. I also I agree the playoffs would be I think I'd have guaranteed the first two rounds would be a five game series, uh, maybe the first rounds of well I don't I, I like five five you know you can't go three you can't final. go three especially if the play no, no, I like three. conference final I like conference if you really need to time crunch you can do conference final do five game two but I like conference final and Stanley Cup being seven yeah. games yeah and the first two rounds first two rounds being being five games I think. Putting a number cap on games, it's. I would love to see a short NHL season period, like not play 82, no. play like 72. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. But I'm just talking about in general. The problem is you can't really say like, okay, we're gonna cap it at 78 games because even though like playoff races, you got there's only an X amount of teams that are really battling. You also got to look at the draft the following year. There are teams that are battling for basically to finish last. So if you just cap it off, maybe a team that would have finished third last is going to finish fifth last yeah. or something like that, and they have less of a chance to get a number yeah, one but that's the same. Or, but that's the same you know, thing for a like playoff. That. So, you could also argue that some teams ha- might have like one or two games away from 10th that they want to get in or even eighth or the final wild card spot. I'm just using as a cap just to either and cut down some weeks, but also get a number that everyone can play the same amount of games. And whether that number is eighty yeah, or seventy-eight, it could be it could be whatever. It's just just so that enough they can get it up and running enough, and then cap them at a, at that point, and you can get rid of a week, and you can start the playoffs a week earlier, just to save everyone a little bit more time here. Uh, yeah, but it gets tough too, because then you're like. A team that's trying to fight, like, how do you determine which games are wiped well, off the but, schedule? Like, if a team if, if a team trying to get in plays Detroit and they're well, like, eh, maybe, you're not going to play that one. It's like, maybe oh, you crap. just do it, like, within the conference instead. Because don't forget, like, with all these buildings, who knows if the schedule is going to stay identical as it was before. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It, oh, it, no, you might play game 80 yeah. uh, in right out of the gate because that's just the way it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so just capping it at a number might eliminate some issues with whether it be scheduling on arenas or, or opponents or whatever the case may be. It's just so crazy because they're going to have to start fitting these NBA games in there too. And a lot of the teams share buildings. Yeah. Yeah. It's all going to get jumbled around. Those all good points. So the, the, the main point that I wanted to make is, so I wanted to pick a date in June because I think based on everything that we've said that like it it does seem to be possible to finish the season, get the playoffs in and not really cheapen the integrity of the cup while still having a full season next year. And the middle of June is basically 3 months from now. So I know everything looks like doom and gloom right now, like we might yeah. not even get a season, but I mean the 3 months I, I think there's a decent chance that everything's back not really back to normal, but maybe no fans in the beginning in almost three months so we could we really could end up getting a season and a proper stanley cup winner here and we could yeah, yeah. so I'm, i mean it's it doesn't look great because i'm sure you guys have all seen these absolute morons oh. coming back from their spring breaks and shit absolute On young YouTube idiots drives every <laughs> every <laughs> day there's nuts. a new video of like, someone whether oh it's my 21st birthday where we yeah. we planned this trip all the like give me a break oh guys did you see the uh 
Did you see the uh, the video on St. Patrick's Day about uh, the camp in Queen's University campus? No, no. There was uh, they were doing um, I think it was, pretty sure it was Queens. In I don't Kingston, even want to hear they this. Were, uh, they were news, and this was St. Patrick's Day was what Tuesday I think Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, Some, something something yeah. like that. And uh, they were interviewing people, and they were like, "This is when you know Trudeau came out and said like, hey, uh, self self isolate, do all that, please stay home." And people were out in the streets partying, and they were they're interviewing these kids, and they were like, one one girl <laughs> just wanted to grab her and slap her. She was like, "Well, I I'm I know my my uh, my immune system is." Uh, <sighs> Uh, what's the word they use? Not immune. Uh, it was like damage or something. She goes, I know my immune system isn't great, but I'm young. I'll live through it. I just want to live my life. I get oh. sick. I get sick. It's okay. Whatever. I'm good. Selfish. And the so guy selfish. that the guy that was next to her, also an idiot because he's out. As she's saying it, he's like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. what are you talking about? I think I did about? see that. <laughs> so, but he was out there too. So I guess whatever. You're an idiot as well. But um, yeah, well, it's just did you mind, see the one? mind-boggling to see stories all over the world of people doing – Congregating on, on well, the what beaches about, and what about the lining up like, on <laughs> like for EV games the other day here in Toronto? Like it's oh yeah, like yeah. I what saw game that too. were they animal, after? Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's what like the a. Heck? I think it's like and a. It's sim, not even a... like The Sims, but like on a farm or something like that. That's what I heard someone compare. Whatever it is, it's and, not and, worth it. I don't know what they were doing on Sim and on the Sim game. They all have COVID. Probably one of the girls lining up for there was like being interviewed, and she's like. Oh yeah, and I live with my parents and my grandparents, and I'm trying to keep dis- myself distance. But you know, this this game was just so important. I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Sorry, excuse my. Just excuse take my her out back. I just like I couldn't if believe it. Don't see her it. again. Then it is what it is. You know. Guys, at what point? See how the, oh. some of the teams are doing like uh, NHL 20 games and oh, broadcasting them. It. At what point do we start a fantasy hockey league based <laughs> on those games? Well, I I, right I, now. I, we I, I pitched it to my work. I said, why don't you guys put it on Sim and every night that there's a game, kind of just air that stuff. Guys, honestly, like, they I, should I, do that. I, that was one of, the, what, so one of my pitches, watch. one of my story pitches. I'm like, just imp- get your TV on online and then whether it's you broadcast it out on, on the TV or just online, whatever. But Sim that that yeah. schedule. But but forget simulating why don't you get a team each team to pick the representative <laughs> from their team to go and, and play, play and against play the other guys like you saw Zach rep- other representative on twitter saying i'm playing and broadcast that broadcast that game yeah. that'd be a good idea yeah that'd be sick Honestly, well i mean that's we're awesome. basically watching people play video oh, they games all, they but, probably all do yeah. no look think about it on your screen you have the game and then in the two boxes in each corner you have like yeah you have like shifley playing yeah, like yeah. whoever <laughs> that'd be cool, cool. Yeah, guys, that's that's all. Yeah, I would watch that. Hey, let's yeah, not. You would have happen, to get someone yeah. to shoot the the player and the. No, they could. It could just be, uh, be off their webcam. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Let's be real. Be. The real reason why we're why everyone should be upset. I know the real reason why I'm upset. <laughs> and the NHL not playing is that sucks. But I don't get to watch my boy Mika Zibanejad. Okay, <laughs> I'm being deprived of my. Primetime Ziba footage right now. It it, it hurts. That's, it that's really one guy that it, is probably thinking like, I want this season to continue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah in, in all seriousness, the, the, he was on the biggest heater in the NHL. How many goals did he have in, in the last four weeks? No, I know oh, on the oh. season. No, yeah, yeah. But man, he, I think he had something like wasn't it like twenty two points in the last 
like 13 games oh, or I something think crazy he, like that. Yeah, I mean, we well, can I was, pull up the stats. There's nothing stopping us I from know. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do don't want to pull your podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, was, it was funny because I was looking up. I had pitched a, a Mika story to do and uh, for work, and he basically, in goals per game, and since I think 2000, since 2000, like the old one, uh, the 2001 season, he yeah. has I think the fourth best goals per game in the last 20 years. So it's like really? it's nuts. I think it was just I think Burry had. I hope you pitched it to them better than you did Ovi and Burry. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that pitch was better to them than it was to us. Get out of here. It was just. I was trying to think of the numbers and everything. I had goals, the numbers in front of me when I did Years. Two point goals. Get out years. <laughs> okay, guys. While we're no, on the topic. You're though, right, though. You're right, though, Joe. He was like. He had some. The, the numbers around his streaks and just this season were like historical type numbers if you like average them out rather than just like totals, you know? Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Okay, guys, while we're actually talking about hockey, I think it's a good time that we can answer this uh, this question. We actually have a fantasy hockey-related question ooh, from Twitter. Ooh. So I think it's a good Hold time on. to answer it. What? I think I know it's from. Go ahead. No, it's a question from at Johnny underscore Hines. Or Hins. Sorry, Johnny, if I'm saying that wrong. But he asks oh, us. like the ketchup. What will Miko Rantanen's production be like moving forward over the next couple of years? What do, what do you guys think? Hold on, I'm, I was actually just about to pull him up. Well, I pulled up, I pulled up Zibanejad though. Oh my god, his goal, <laughs> his goals per game are wild in the last few yeah. weeks. He's been on a tear, and it's like a power play goal every game too, or five. Yeah, I think Rantanen. It, it all depends on his health. Like, are we factoring in? Let's just assume he's going to be healthy for the next couple well, of years. Well, of course, of course, you have to, right? Yeah, because if not, he's a band-aid at this point. Well, but, so he's had a rough um, he's had a he's tough, had a year, tough year, but he's had a tough year. That. He's had a he's had a couple injuries, a couple years, but I I Ranton is a great player. I, love I think him, if yeah. he could stay healthy and and if he plays with McKinnon, I mean, I don't think he's going to match McKinnon, but he's going to be right up there. Yeah, no, I I think it's reasonable to expect like 90 points a year from him moving forward. Yeah, that's, just that's over a point per game. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you should yeah. expect that. I think he's, a, he's just watching him. He's a solid player. He does everything right. And, he, and he, he's he's a big boy. I, I like his game a lot. Like two years ago, he had 84 and 81. And then last year, he had 87 and 74. And this year, he has, given all the injuries and then all the problems, he has 41 and 42. So he's almost a point per like He's just under a point per game Still, now. Exactly. And he's had an awful yeah. bad luck year. Yeah, he hasn't been able to get on a roll at all. Just wait till he gets on a. I, I think he's over definitely over a point per game. It's just whether can he hit can he stay around that century mark? Yeah, or and hit stay it, healthy. Or which hit it, exactly. I think you got to assume he will. Okay, while we're taking care of business, let's get to the uh, the GT Radio ad read, and then uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep rambling on. So uh, yes, we have to thank our sponsor for this. This podcast is brought to you by GT Radio Tires. Get more out of every road ride and dollar. Look at your local GT Radio dealer and experience the performance. 11 goals in his last six games, the manager. Monster. And 21 in his last 19, I think, if I did that right. But that's what I've been busy doing for the last few minutes there. Well, well you're, you're the stat <laughs> man over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, Always we comes t- back at us with numbers and like everything else when we're just trying to make a we, point. We, we touched on this last week. Like 
Zibanejad's going to have Kreider back whenever we, we get going again, and Rantanen's going to be back with McKinnon. Here's, here's, so, a, here's, a, here's a legitimate question, a note that I wrote down. Because we're talking about the effects yeah. of this. If the season does continue and, and, you know, we get back on pace and everything's good, what guys are going to come back? I mean, obviously, it's going to help out teams. It's going to help out fantasy matchups, all that stuff. But realistically, I don't know how you can expect a guy, as much as I love Zibanejad, he'll probably do it because he's unreal. But guys that are on heaters, can you really expect them to take three to four months off and get right back to playing the way they were? No, so no, no. guys that are no guys that are on heaters or even the opposite end, guys that are really cold streaks or really haven't found their game, you might see a complete flip flop on who's doing what. I mean, Matthews is on fire. I, I, elite players are going to do elite player things, but you you might see those those fringe players that were having really great years. They might lap off, or you might see guys that were having underperforming yeah. years pick it up. Like it's it's a complete it's different a dynamic that we have year. no idea what to expect. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It changes you everything. You have no idea. And we got another question in here uh, from our buddy Spencer, Absolute Beauty. He says, "How high would you draft Igor Shesterkin next season if you're in a league where he won't be a keeper after this year?" <laughs> so a keeper league is what we're saying. <laughs> I, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess you'd have to, right? So, uh, um, I think he should be kept in any league right now. Yeah, right, but so Shut if up, it's not, I, I, guys, how do you not Sorry, yeah, take him as to. like? He's got to be a top three goalie taken. How no? do you not? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, he's how a first rounder. He's him? a first yeah. rounder. Yeah, goalies. Yeah. And this is a, this. We're talking about a keeper league where he's available, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where he's available, that'll be the case for sure. Average right? four to five keepers in this league. He's a first rounder for sure. How about how about this question? We all agree he should be first rounder. How high in the first round? Well, that depends. That, that always, depends always depends on, on players. But. How your yeah, how your draft order is laid out because you might have a, the guy a guy in the first three spots that's starving for goaltending, so he's gonna go and take the best goaltender available. I'm taking him high. Okay, okay. Let's 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 say this. Let's say this. Let's say it's not a keeper pool. You're drafting from start, and a when does Shishurkin go among goalies? So all the goalies are available. Hmm. And then B, what round would you say that's in? Wow. Um, so how many goalies are better than Shesterkin right now? There's, there's a, there's not a even right now. Let's say next season. Like if you look at how the Rangers are projecting, like we we've talked about it before, Mike. That we love, we love what they they can do next year. I was gonna say five so, to seven, maybe. Okay, well list list them off right now. Who who would you draft if if all things were the same? If this is a redraft league, who are you drafting? In order of goalies, how how would you do that? Um, so wait, are we saying new keeper league or just a well, one year league? Yeah, just pretend like it's a fresh slate. Every player is available. How would okay, you draft yearly the league? Yearly league. I, I'm taking a guy like Bennington yeah. first. Vasilevsky's going before Vasilevsky him. Yeah, as well. You're 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 taking the goalies that yeah. are proven and they're on good teams before you're taking Shesterkin. Now here's okay. a question. Here's a question. Would you take Rask over Shesterkin first before? I think you have to. I think you. I think you have to. The problem uh, is he splits. He's which, not a hundred. He's not he's a, a, split, a true right? split. He's like a, a 50-32. Would you put him like? Yeah. Would you put him Rask, maybe a Hellebuck, a bit like I think Bishop's pretty proven. But there's like four or five guys that are kind of all within the mix of being in the same range. And I think it's it's just a matter of 
which team do you think will be better? Who's going to get more starts? Who's going to get you better numbers? Yeah. You know what? If it's a yearly league where it's, it's not keeper, I think like you throw age out the window, right? So then you just look at the team. So I'd even... Ooh, I don't even know. Would you draft Freddie Anderson? In a, in yeah, a I was thinking about league? that. Who you draft yeah, ahead? I think, I think based on the teams, you have to expect the Leafs to be better than the Rangers. Uh, so I, I'd say Anderson, but... Yeah. But based on the numbers... But, but so I would say Anderson too in that situation. But if it's a fresh like keeper league, I think Shesterkin's like top five for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. What I, said. I, agree. This, I agree with yeah, that kind of thing. Like, like Car- Carter because, Carter Hart's age, pretty good right? too. How about this? If it's a it, it, where do you draft Bobrovsky? <laughs> <laughs> well, age and just recency, he's been terrible. So definitely under yeah. Shesterkin. But a year ago, you would you drafted him top five. I mean, in a keeper league, I don't know. It's a know. tough question. The goalies are tough, man. Does Markstrom fit in there somewhere? Because he's having he's having an unreal year. Yeah, and Vancouver's on the up, you think? Yeah, yeah like, but he's, he's yeah. Got who knows how that plays out? Yeah. Exactly, because yeah. he's UFA. Like, it's just, it, it seems like there's only about four. Like, realistically, it's like Bennington, Rask, if you want to put him in there, Hullabuck, maybe. Vasilevsky, for sure. Vasilevsky, yes. And. I would maybe consider putting Carter Hart in there somewhere. <laughs> Got a hat. Yeah. But Gotta other hat than that, I don't there. like. There's no must have. Bishops up there probably. Yeah, I'm not a huge bishop. I'm not guy. huge. Bit, I'm not huge on bishop, bishop. But he, he always yearly. Yeah. Year after year, I don't know. he always. You know, I'm not a Joe. I'm not a bishop guy, but year after year, he always seems to have pretty good numbers. You know how you have some of those players where you where you they're they're good. I'm not saying that bishops not fantasy value or whatever it's just you don't necessarily like the player yeah. and like you just don't want to draft them i i don't know i i i've never been a bishop so guy. you got something against him personally joe, no i'm not, with no. you 100 <laughs> percent. no it's joe i no, agree man i agree though but i just I was, don't i never really want to touch him as a like i just don't want to yeah. you know i don't think it's a it's not like a malkin type situation where you know he's unbelievable yeah. and you just don't want to deal with the headache it's just a yeah. player that you look at and you're like i don't know i just it never he's gets good, you excited but he's not really, to, be, like, it, no, to have so, him on your team. Yeah. This year, I, I had a deal in place where like, I was going to get Bishop, and I was winning the deal. And I didn't pull the trigger on it just because it was. I just didn't want Bishop. Was this before you got Bobrovsky, or is this an yes, addition to Bobrovsky? Yeah, uh, no, Performance-wise, no, guys, really. Bishop oh, okay. is an absolute stud. It's th- His issue is that he isn't always healthy. Exactly. Yeah, and then even you get into situations yeah. where, like, it happened recently. I think Hudobin had, like, six of eight starts, and, like, yeah. Bishop was healthy. They were just rolling with Hudobin, and it's like, that, that would bother me a lot. Yeah. A lot of these know. teams, there's, are, like, there, a lot of the teams are, are pulling out the splits now, and their, their goalies are basically splitting. It's the way to do it. It's just tough to make that well, call when it comes it's, to playoffs. It's not necessarily all. a split that's really popular now, but it's, it is a better backup goalie and then like like Ant said like a 50 yeah. 32 situation i think that's more common well for, for example how many games do you think rask has played yeah this is gonna be good how many how many wait how many games have been played like on average per team 68 60 70? 69 70 yeah so i'd say rask has played i said 45 yeah. 40 yeah close 41 Okay, 41. So, like, there you go. Yeah. Okay. There you go. 
I thought Joe. I thought Joe I, was coming with a I, heater yeah. question, and we all were like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." I thought he's like he's played fifteen it games, was right? What it you expected it to be? Well, forty-one out of what seventy? How many games have they played, the Bruins? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No wonder your pitches don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, forty-one out of the out of seventy games. So, uh, Halak has started what twenty-nine? My math correct? Good job, uh, Joe. Keep sharp, buddy. Yeah, I try. <laughs> the government put out those like ma- those continuous learning for kids not in school. Maybe you should check in. Yeah, that's that, 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 I'm, I signed up for it actually. So, no, <laughs> Ebonics. Hey, Brian, I never asked you. Uh, what did you think about Brady signing with the Bucks? <laughs> I I really did think he was he was going to resign. I just kind of thought that that's and then when other teams were kind of. When you saw they were out of the running, it was like, I think he's going to resign. And then Tampa, I wouldn't say it was out of the blue, because you was kind of hearing like a couple reporters are saying there's things on his checklist that he wanted, you know, warmer climate, still be on the East Coast. And that's kind of checks that, I mean, playing in Tampa Bay. And they, they have a pretty good... Okay, I got a question. There. No, I like <laughs> it. Listen, we're, do- we don't, we're don't just be, dying Don't be surprised if AB signs with the Bucks. No, he's he's never playing. He's never playing in the NFL again, man. Right. I mean, I uh, Joe, you're a Bills fan. How does it feel to get him out of the AFC East? Oh, I think it is so good. I've I've always hated the Patriots and Brady, but now I'm actually rooting for Brady. Nice. Believe it or not, because I do. I like. I do like the the idea of of him leaving and then sticking it back to the Pats or and Belichick and kind of saying, I don't need you guys. You guys aren't everything. I believe the Bucks play in New England once this season, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Wow. That That's going to be, be great. So That's awesome. going to be fun to watch. But now, hey, now, I mean, I think a lot of people have the same sentiment. Like, I, I, this is how I feel. The talk for 20 years has been, who's helping who more? Is it, are they winning because of Brady or because of Belichick? I, I, I think they go hand in hand. One can't do what they're doing without the other. But now, we, I mean, we really get to see, okay, is it the system? Or is it the quarterback? The only problem is Brady's 40 years old. Like, I would have liked to have seen this <laughs> six, seven years ago when he was still in his prime, right? Yeah, that's a good point. But I, I always root for that guy, man. He is the the yeah. man. Well, I didn't, li- I didn't like, like him I back would, in the day. I can't. I thought he was. Well, sure. I We know you didn't. But, I mean, for uh, us up in here in Toronto, who like Mike and I, who uh, we don't pick a team because there's no Toronto team. So, like, any sports fan should. I don't know why Brian likes the Jets. What's that about? <laughs> And when I started watching football like 20 years ago, they were like an underdog in a playoff matchup. And I was like, all right, I'll root for them. And then that's, that's but, just But doesn't it, it seem like like all of our buddies and stuff, they have some sort of similar story. Like for some stupid reason, oh, I played a demo for, for Madden <laughs> 98 when I was a kid. And yeah. I liked the Steelers. So I'm, they're, they're my team. That's so stupid. In a city where there's no football team. Yeah, well, there's no I don't think it's team. I don't think it's stupid. If you don't have a direct – like if I was living in – Atlanta, I'd probably be a Falcons fan. If I was living, I don't have a team, and I like football. I love fantasy football. So Sundays is a 12-hour shift on my couch with three screens going. But I still, like, when I was a kid, I started watching it, and I always find it better to be vested in a team to have a rooting interest. And I was just, I became a Jets fan. Now, that didn't hasn't paid off for me <laughs> at all in 20 Aww. years, but... I, you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm still a uh, fan, so there yeah, you go. Yeah, I'm with Anthony. I'm, I'm not a football fan at all, but I am a Brady fan. And, and it's because I appreciate I, – I think I touched on this when we were talking about greatness. Ovi. But I appreciate greatness. And 
That's what that's what you get with Brady. Right. Like I heard a story once, and, and I don't think this is that widely told. So I'm gonna tell it. Hopefully, I don't butcher it. But um, like it, me, yeah. So it was a story. <laughs> and my pitches. <laughs> it was a story from like um like the beat. What do they call the practice squad guys? He was practicing with the Patriots, and you know it was his goal. Like I'm gonna be the hardest working guy. I'm gonna be the hardest working Scout guy team. on this team. I, I'm gonna work my ass off, and eventually I'm gonna get to the main squad. So, um, you know, during gym sessions where they were at like 10 AM and he thought, you know what, I'm going to get in there before everyone else. And he, the guy, this guy, I don't remember who it was exactly, but he goes in at like 9 AM and Brady's in there working out. And he's like, ah, I'm going to beat this, this scrawny kid. I'm going to beat him in there tomorrow. So I'm going to go at 8 AM. He goes in at eight Brady's in there. He's like, ah, he goes in at six before way before workout Brady's in there it's like what the heck he's like you know what I'm gonna beat this guy he goes in at 5 a.m Brady's walking out enjoy your workout buddy (laughs) (laughs) and that just goes to show you how a scrawny kid that nobody gave any credit to worked his ass off to get where he is so I appreciate the hell out of that and stories like that and and uh, that's just part of the reason why I like Brady. Yeah, he changed he changed the entire culture there. And then I, I heard after that story, like a week after or the next day or something, the entire yeah. team was in the gym by like exactly. 7, a, 7 a.m. or something. Well, yeah, you can't let your sixth-round quarterback beat you in uh, practice and you, warm-ups. You, know, you, you, lift, you, you lift the team up. And, and I'm going to bring it back to hockey because I've been dying to do it for the last few minutes. But you see that with a team like <laughs> – <laughs> With a team like the Bruins, right? Like you got Chara, you got Bergeron. They cannot be a bad team with those two in the mix. They will not be a bad team because well, of what they the bring. Rookies. Yep, yeah, yep. And the rookies will come in and they literally see those guys and they're like, okay, they do it a certain way or they do it this way, 100%. or then they work this hard. And there's no other option but for the the rookies to follow. Yeah, the value of a leader like Sid is the same way from from everything we've heard. Like the value of what a guy like that brings to a team is unbelievable, and, and it just as, and you, you don't you're not a bad team when that happens. Like Pittsburgh is not going to be bad as long as Crosby's in the fold there. And and to be fair, as much as people no. say when they you know when they bring veteran leadership in, whether it's the off season or at the deadline, yeah. it says a lot more when a player has been there for 90% of his career or on a team like, like Crosby or Bergeron who, who basically started with the Bruins and Pens and, that sort, and started with their teams, it says a lot more. I think it has bigger impact when that player says something. Whereas, like, for example, for the Leafs with Marlowe, when they brought him in, it, it does, I don't think it has the same weight to see and bringing in a veteran guy like that in that scenario. Well, here's, here's the thing, too. I think it, it's... I agree 100%. Having that, and you hear that term being bandied around all the NHL all the time, veteran leadership and, and all that. Veteran leadership is great, but when you have, when your veteran leadership is a third, fourth line guy who is not going to contribute in the ways the top players would, that can only take you so far. When your veteran leadership is yeah. one of the best players well, in the game, maybe to ever play in Crosby. Yeah, that trickles down a lot more than a guy who's going to play. Well, I'm not even tonight. I'm not even talking about whether he's a third or fourth liner or whatever. I'm just saying from a from an like Jake Muzzin, for example, like he just said recently, with all the problems that the Leafs have had down the stretch, like he was basically said that you know when he came in what was it last year he wouldn't really have much to say going down that stretch, but now because he's you know he signed that extension, he's going to be with this team a little longer. He's more vocal. 
and that becomes a little bit more of a I'm just talking about as in them being in the room. Like no one can come in and be that guy if you don't know the team, right? Yeah, you got to grow with it. With with and the that's team. the importance of having. So like, there's a next wave. So like Crosby, as he's going, like as he's gonna eventually get older and and at some point retire, there needs to be that next wave of guy that he grooms and then takes into that role and and so on and so forth. And that's how you you know develop a dynasty. Yeah, yeah. It just you just have greatness roll into greatness. Basically, that's what yeah. it is, right? And speaking of greatness, guys, so last week or two weeks ago when Bri was on, you guys were, I think, comparing Ant and Mike to like their their fantasy players in relation to oh, yeah. don't, don't the poor man Kadri, Bri. That's what you come up with, and I heard your explanation. I get it. So we don't have to go through that that down that road, but no, 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 no. no. <laughs> 2.1 goals game. Wait, hold on, but Joe. Before you continue, uh, me and Mike were laughing. Uh, me, me and Mike were laughing after the episode about Brian saying, uh, uh, "Yeah, I've been thinking about it over the week, and um, I came up with some comparisons for you guys." And the best he could come up with was not even a direct comparable. It was a different version <laughs> of two different players. <laughs> so, that was oh the best. He was only sober for a few hours. And he could come yeah, up you with. Want, you want honesty on this podcast, oh, buddy. I give it to you. <laughs> so that made my wheels moving Joel. and started uh, started to move. And I got uh, some comparisons for you and Ant, Mike. Okay, let's hear it, Joe. I think no, I think we're about to Brian. witness let's a go. stroke off for the ages for Ant, but that's just a guess. Let's hear. Okay, oh, so who do you want me to start with? Already, already, we got some. Let's start. We with got ammo me, with Joe. I, I'm just I'm assuming Ant's gonna get like Crosby. Okay. Is, yeah. No, I wrote I wrote down f- about uh, four players for each guy, and I'll oh, just kind of ring them through. So. Oh, okay, okay. Before you, maybe you should go down <laughs> to like well, two or something. I don't four know. I, they're a little bit different, but not Jesus. at the same time. So I'm just kind of. Okay, okay so it's all right, a mixture right, of four guys. Well, yes. Fine. So yeah, Mike, yeah. for you, yeah, he's Superman. I think the best of the four that I have is a Mike Hoffman. <laughs> You know what? You know Mike, what? I like okay. that. No, no, that's good. That's a Mike. That's good. And he's got the same night. name. You're yeah. on that power play on that side. You you know, like you skate like the wind like him, run like the wind, yeah. whatever, when we're comparing. So that's one of the four. The other three I had, I can just ring off. Like it's like Huberto, Nylander, and Connor. Kyle Connor. Yeah. Uh, I like I, – I think I, – not, not, so not Huberto. Not Huberto. But I think no. – I think Nylander Hoffman, way too good to and, be Mike. maybe not even as much Connor, but but Nylander or Hoffman, they, they that makes like sense, and then, and maybe more Nylander because I'm a right-handed shot, but I I agree with that. I agree with that. Not much so, of a slapper. See, I like Hoffman. Even even the Kessel comparison, I think what the the similarities between all those comparisons is all these guys have potential to disappear, which <laughs> is absolutely perfect. Very true. Hey, I'm a snipe show. Snipers are a little streaky, but I'm always up there in top. Of you don't, the yeah, corners. you don't really see them muck it up in the corners. Hardest, Hardest back checker, back checker in the league. Thank you. And as for Ann, here we go. Now, even when we were like. He was our number one center on our team, correct? If you say Zabinajad, I'm going to yeah, throw the right, slap. Joe. Yes, Joe. Oh, belts, belts off. Pants so. are down. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to throw out okay. Patrice Bergeron. Oh, yeah. Love it. Braden Point. Here we go. Okay. Sean Couturier and John Tavares. 
You know, okay, you know, so you I, are a gentleman uh, and a scholar, I, don't you? <laughs> no, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. It's uh, between Bergeron and Tavares. I I like both of those. I agree. Like he all he was like he's back always blocking the shots. He's defensively responsible, and he but, was always a, a a king in the faceoff dot. Who would oh, always you, back. Brian? Brian. Well, right there, that's when you go. Okay, wrong. He would always win it back to me for my blistering shot from the point. You know? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I will. No, yeah. Wow. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it's Tavares because um, I don't think he has the leadership that Bergeron does, and <laughs> and he's been a little disappointing lately, just like Tavares. So that's well, and uh, that's why and that's why I brought up point a little bit because yeah. he's not necessarily a V guy, and then. He's a centerman who has some grit to him. He's a point per game. Like so Well, I that's true because be Ant's not bit... the guy on our team, so Maybe, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's we got to give love. Yeah, we got to give love to Petro. Petro's the guy. Come on. But Petro's our Matthews yeah, kind of that, thing, right? Yeah, but that that's the point one is that in that sense yes. that makes sense. Okay, so quick rundown. What do we have for Joe? Oh, okay. <laughs> See, the thing with Joe is there is there there is no direct comparable for Joe because he Joe is like a Sean Avery that plays defense. Carcillo right? that plays. Yeah, no, Joe. Yeah, Car- yeah true. Joe, Carcillo. Joe is not Carcillo, only, not I play skill. better on the ice than I do ball. We all know. Joe. That. Joe is not only a poor man's Daniel Carcillo. He's a homeless. <laughs> like he's homeless. Been homeless for three months. Okay. Living with no food. Beard is grown. Like I'm being all nice and actually giving this some thought, but, and you guys are just throwing. No, Joe. Joe is a poor man's Jake Gardner. Oh, not even. Yeah, no, but like no, no, not even. Really poor. Never, never had wealth. Never came from Gardner, money. Like struggled all his life. At all. Ripping on his personal. You don't life. mix it up. Are you kidding me? You, you're a goon. Yeah, you mix it up for us to deal with it. But I mix it up. I get under people's skin. Gardner shies away from anything. I go to it if anything. Hey, do well, you guys remember? Do you guys remember that game? It was. I, I'm sure you all remember. It was a playoff game. We were tied. I think four four. Time winding down, okay? Oh, yeah. Joe's okay, mixing go. it up a little bit with one of these guys. He gets a hack, gives a hack. No, gets no, no. I, I propped myself up so I didn't get hit. No, but you know it. You know, me. okay? Four yes, seconds exactly. left. Four yeah, seconds yeah. left. You take the guy into no. the boards from behind. We end up going on the pow- the penalty kill for the overtime. overtime they score. They game score. over. Team out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we all wanted yeah, to kill I, <laughs> I remember you, that. You remember it, Joe, don't you? <laughs> oh, I remember it. And I was and and yeah. I was saying, you oh, know, like here comes it was a so Joe's little, explanation. <laughs> and he was coming towards me. We were kind of coming towards each other, and I kind of just oh, held my oh, ground. Man. And he went right into the boards, and that's why he got into all, the. That's why I got the penalty. All anyone ever needs to know is if you just know the the story of the first time I ever <laughs> met Joe, that'll tell you all you need to know about this all guy. Right, give it I to remember us. playing in Southie over there, playing roller hockey. I go over, and you guys, I met you guys, and you guys were like, okay, you're going to meet our buddy Joe. He's going to play with us. I'm like, oh, okay. I go over there, and the first thing I hear out of this guy's mouth is he's telling somebody a story about, so I slew-footed a guy. <laughs> and I just, I looked at, I I looked at you two, and I was yeah, like, all did. right, so there it you is. Did. Joe. You did. You said accidental <laughs> So I slew footed a guy, and uh, and then he went into the Joe splaining, and I was like, yeah, that's all I need to know right there. And to be fair, I'm I'm a better ice player than I am ball, and I think I'm more of a tucker personally. No, you're not. Okay, sure, buddy. minus the fighting. I don't because why? Minus why should the I fight? skill. There's no point. And the skill and the points, but uh, oh, let's. And, no, no, on the, the ice, I'm talking about anyway, not ball. Listen, the only thing. The only thing you're compared to Tucker is you were a 16. That's yeah. it. That's the only That's comparable it. you can have. 
Uh, okay, okay. anyway, this was yeah. supposed to be about Mike and Anth, and now it all of a sudden somehow <laughs> like every other conversation always happens. Oh, it's so true. Uh, it always somehow turns around and fires right back at me, no matter how complimentary I've been. Okay, here's what we're yeah. going to do, Joe. Uh, for next week, where me, Brian, and Anth are going to find the correct comparison for you. And that's what? our homework. So yeah. that God the, knows it, we need is, something. I'm gonna, is this I'm gonna, hockey, Joe? Or I'm going to scour all the ECHL oh. rosters I can okay. find. Um, all the, the adult safe hockey leagues I can find <laughs> with the most PIMs. I'm, I'm going to get a guy for you, Joe. Okay, Don't and I'm going to come up with my own comparison, too. For yourself. Perfect. Yes. Okay, no, that's geez. your homework. Bobby <laughs> knows we need something to do. <laughs> Ian Cole right here. Ian Cole. Think of some more pitches. Yeah, Joe. I want to see some NHL 20 on my TV today, uh, in the next week. Yeah. Well, the Habs are doing it online on Twitter. It's not a bad idea. We're going to start a fantasy league off it. The, flame, the Flames have done it, too. Okay, this is getting off. The uh, yeah. Rails. Okay, I think it's, this is a good yeah. time to wind it down. Before we go, though, guys, yeah. I think everyone needs something to do. So, does anybody have any like really good movie or show recommendations for uh, for oh. for us and the uh, the listeners out there? I got. Uh, I started watching uh, this show called Mind Hunter. Mind oh, Hunter on Netflix. On, uh, yeah. Netflix. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, I'm watching uh, Money Heist. That's pretty good. And Westworld. I'm watching right now too. Right on. I, I heard I heard great good. things about Money Heist from uh, from our older brother. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm not a big. I don't have Netflix. I don't have anything. I'm basically cable as far as you go, and I'm just a reality TV guy. So oh, that's all yeah. I've been watching: oh, Big Brother, Survivor. Uh, ba- I oh, some back, movies. Bachelor, yeah, here's, Bachelor's here's, done, Joe. Hey, that's too bad. Yeah, that's done. They actually suspended the next season of like that new season that they had i don't know they mix it they're mixing oh, american yeah. idol they, and they got rid of that eh? I, I think i heard somewhere that they canceled the filming of that because please of don't tell COVID. me you were gonna watch that of course i would have i might have but i don't know that one didn't really pardon the pun but sing to me oh boy <laughs> okay honest honest question honest yes. question who has seen love is blind I uh, no i haven't i've I've heard of it, but I've never. I've seen it. episodes, but because the what because because Vanessa has been watching them. Yeah, that's okay. about it. Just wanted to just wanted to make sure it that show is absolutely horrible. It's cringe. It is. I horrible. watched. Why, wait, why have you? You have no excuse to watch that. <laughs> Day one of quarantine, I was with uh, I w- I put it on and I was who? like I don't know who whatever. Are you with? I, I was cringing, you with? but I was laughing the <laughs> he whole was time. Alone. Oh wait, hold and, you were alone. No, I was. Well, I was with one of the guys that I was on a trip with. And he's like, "Have you seen this Love Is Blind?" Is I'm like, worse. "No, you man. To, you need to bail." I'm like, "No, you man. Need to bail from this." I'm story. trying to stay away from watching Throw it because I don't want to watch it. Throw and he's like, "It's trouble. cringy," and I'm like, "Whatever." Put it on. I saw one episode and I was like, "This is brutal," but it was funny. So I don't know. I think I think more people like watch it not legitimately, like they watch it to just laugh than actually enjoy it. Okay, boys. Well. um... I think we can all agree that while in quarantine, this little powwow was fun. Seeing you guys, talking to you guys. Yeah, it was fun. It's uh, it's good because it's uh, we're not gonna be able to do this in person for who knows how how long. Yep. So um, I think we'll definitely yeah. get back to it next week and uh, just talk about our boring week and uh, we'll take it from there. We'll take it from there. Fantastic. Okay, guys, stay uh, stay inside, stay healthy, and uh, don't be stupid. Well, yes. I don't know how much staying inside I'll be doing. I'm I'm back to work on Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, I gotta go in for a couple hours and then I'll be back home. So pitch a couple. Joe, things that sounds and... like they're about to let you go. 
No, 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 no. It's it's I got, I got to do something for the website. So I gotta go in for an hour That's and nice then I gotta money. leave. Okay, tune in next week to see if Joe still has a job. Still has a job. That's the best teaser ever. The great, oh, my, the, the, big, the big review. No, that's great. Yeah, yeah tune in next week, guys. Oh, I love it. All okay, right, guys, guys, stay take safe. Care. You guys, fun. Too. Ciao. Yeah, take care. Bye, guys.